This week's episode of the Mature Game Podcast is brought to you by Jinx, who, if you ask them very nicely, will provide you with all sorts of wonderful uh, gaming merchandise, memorabilia, and T-shirts, I think they do as well. Do, do they do T-shirts, Sheep Dog? Uh, T-something. Yeah, T-bags. Um, Minecraft Lego. They do do Minecraft Lego, exactly. It's, uh, I suggest you buy lots of it, because it's quite expensive, so mm. a nice slice of that. Yeah, when Kev said, expensive. ask them nicely, he did mean offer them cash. Yeah. Um, I, well, we ask them nicely, and they occasionally send us stuff. Um, what have I got? A uh, key ring somewhere that we're giving away. So if you ask them nicely, well, if we ask them nicely, we get free stuff. I think everyone else has to pay. I think yeah. that was the deal we had with them, wasn't it? Pretty much. You can find them by going to maturegamerpodcast.com slash jinx. And, um, just pouring money in. Yeah, go from there, and I think you, you won't be disappointed, because it's all bloody cracking. Mm. Welcome to episode 70 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, I've got Sheepdog and Proton. Hello, everyone. You right? Hello. That's it. You both say hello at the same time. Jesus we will. Christ. Usually that's how it happens. Me and Bouncy, God rest his soul, you should just shout mm, hello. Don't say that time. name to him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be crying again. It, it upsets me knowing that that little fella isn't here. And uh, bizarrely, I think he took the light bulbs with him because it's not usually as dark <laughs> in this room as it is tonight. I just assumed you were massively depressed. I've been at Kev's house for three hours now. Five hours, I think you're fine. Oh, We've God, recorded three hours, hours of podcast, but um, yeah, five hours since you first turned up. And he has been sat in a black dress with a black head veil on in the dark. Um, for the majority of that time, it is pitch black. I had to get a phone out to read the back of the beer bottle I was drinking. Exactly. So, uh, welcome to the return to a pre-recorded show. We are not live. There is no one in the chat box. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna have anything to read during the show. It's a bit weird not being live. I'm just reading uh, our reviews on iTunes. Does this mean I can say whatever the hell I want, knowing that I can edit it out afterwards? More than um, likely. Yeah, I wouldn't know because you'll forget. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if there are any C bombs left in. And um, that's because Sheepdog couldn't control himself. <laughs> um, the reason he's been here for five hours already, and uh, I'm going to throw this out there for you now, is because me and him have been uh, been working on a little something, haven't we, little fella? Um, yeah, a new rap album. It, is, it has <laughs> been a new rap album. And um, the new rap album is called Best Thing From. And it's yeah. uh, it's rather splendid, isn't it? We, uh, we do... Steal a lot from early Will Smith work and a bit of Eminem. Oh dear. I've named the only two rappers I can think of. We did mention Will Smith a lot. You kept bringing yeah, it up. Snoop Dogg. I did actually. Wilbur Smith, yep. Which is, uh, it was all very confusing. Really like so yeah, best. if you uh, if you want to hear us talking about stuff that's not games related, go and check out Best Thing From. Um, within a couple of days of this episode hitting iTunes, there'll be three episodes of that that hit iTunes. So have a look on there, Best Thing From. It's me and him just talking about shit. We talk, want him to talk about crisps, 
Books and Banking, I think yeah. we covered on those first three Just episodes. Just to intrigue people a little bit, they can listen out. Towards the end of one of the episodes, I try and uh, sort of blow my nose, clear clear a bit of uh, head tension and end up making myself so ridiculously dizzy, I can't control my thoughts or voice. So if you can guess at what point that happens, and I'm still not quite over it I'm still floating along here thinking I, I could actually be dreaming right now but um, you see if you can notice which episode that happened in because I think it'd be quite prominent Kev wasn't reacting to a lot of my waving my hands and can we stop it's a dark room I can't see yeah, you you can't see me but um, yeah see if you can spot that and let me know if you can because uh, I imagine it'll come across quite funny my demise but uh, yeah is there a prize? yeah you get an extra episode of the show next week for free wow yeah. And uh, I'll give you a knowing nod, and it'll be our little secret that me and you shared a moment there where you could tell. Sheepdog. Sheepdog. Why the hell's Proton here? Um, to ruin you all. I don't know. Just... You probably heard it was Indie Week. It is Indie Week. We are... There's two reasons why it's Indie Week on the Mature Game Podcast this week. Reason one is that me and Sheepdog just bought the new Humble Bundle, which we'll get onto in a little while. A little link. And reason two is that You've you've got a, a show out, haven't you, sir? I have, yes, the uh, Night Shift, where um, I was literally putting the finishing touches to episode three, as you find for the for the podcast, and um, from what you two have been telling me, and a lot of other people on Twitter, it's been going very well. It's it's second in the iTunes Video Games podcast chart at the moment, from what I can we've, tell. We've beat IGN and Radio 4. What more could you ask for? Have you beaten... When, I know when we first started, our big battle was with Gardner's Question Time podcast. Is that who, you have, who you've beaten? Trans allotment. I, I, quite possibly. All, I think it was just the games one that was shown to me. I just saw Radio 4 and started jumping around celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the Mature Game of Night Shift. If you haven't tried it yet, go and find it on iTunes. Make sure you give them a five-star review because it, it all helps at this stage. Review and review and review and subscribe and it all helps to give them that boost so that people can find them and it's going awesome. You can follow them on Twitter as well at MGP Night Shift. If you follow us on Twitter at the moment and you want a professional-looking Twitter account, okay. follow that one because it's constantly game-related whereas ours is very rarely game related since I, their feed started I've got more followers because they are so well, are, are you on it Proton or? I, I've been given the login details but I'm, I'm going to have to put my hands up and say Rob is the one who does it all the time because he spends all his time skiving in London he's a machine though, isn't he I mean I, I've he got is. something like 20 new followers since he took over his feed because he's constantly linking in I just think he's a brilliant machine he's just networking he's a machine way. he's a machine definitely he's, I've I've He's been sending me games to trial for people. The the cactus one is phenomenal, but I think we'll probably talk about that later. We will. But I just just can't believe he's he's really good at what he does. uh, You wouldn't think it to look at him, would you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. um, I've only ever seen him in an orange T-shirt. Anyone who wears an orange T-shirt, I just assume they're a bit odd. I'm a little bit disappointed that uh, he... When I met him, he gave me quite. He gave me a couple of hugs. You know, we were getting drunk, and I thought he's a nice guy. But I hear he uh, met Mike. Is it Bithel? Is that how you pronounce it? Mike Bithel, yeah. Hugged him quite a lot of times as well. I feel a little less special. I've now. never been hugged by either of them. Well, I feel a little bit more special now, but not as special as I did before. I realised he hugged everyone that he he's, expects. But. He's getting very chummy with all these um, high class developers and indie developers and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to start taking trips into London so I can try and get a piece of the action. I'm Mate. thinking it's time to clip his wings so he doesn't start eclipsing <laughs> us. But you live in Cambridge. You live near loads of developers. Cambridge. Well, no, none that I'm aware of, anyway. 
Well, you need to start uh, walking around, just peeping through people's windows, rattling a few bird cages, and I need to in a few old ladies' faces. I need, <laughs> I need to quit my job, and then I can concentrate on this a bit more than uh, I you, do. You drive around in a van, don't you? I do, yeah, but it's mainly motorways and Bedford. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure Bedford is that a hot motorways and Bedford. From what I've heard. <laughs> Me and Sheepdog spend a lot of time in Bedford. It's a hotbed of talent. <laughs> but no, I think that van of yours, put it to some good use, turn left instead of right a few times, you'll stumble across a few developers and just invite yourself in. Just, they I might not be game developers, but they'll develop something. Yeah, <laughs> Crushing hatred. But I'm pretty sure Robbie me. just wanders in, just flashes a business card at him and says, I'm the 12 o'clock, and they go, but it's nine, and he just wanders in. Well, no, um, his, um, his secret, he tells me, is he just asks them and he tags along, and now they're going, oh, are you coming along, Rob, to go to Yo Sushi or come to uh, a conference and stuff like that? I'm thinking, you jammy git. <laughs> he did inspire me. He did tell me a couple of uh, tips of the trade, which made me chuckle. <laughs> I was just like, he's, he hadn't even started episode one, and he was giving me tips that have genuinely worked. <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> Where was he? Where was he at the beginning? I don't know where we'd be. If he'd have been there at day one when we were starting up, we'd probably be sat in Miami right we'd now. We'd be on episode 70 by now if he'd have been there from the start. <laughs> it would be, but we'd be in Miami. So, the Humble Bundle. Have, have you got it, Proton? Which Humble Bundle are we on about? One, Humble Indie Bundle 8, the one that came out this week. Uh, the one with Walking Dead? No, oh. the one before that. Thomas was alone. No, no I, no, I haven't. I've got most of the games already, and um, I get paid monthly, and I'm a tight ass. So, <laughs> well, me and Sheepdog have both picked it up. This is the one that contains Hotline Miami, Thomas was alone, Proteus, Dear Esther, Little Inferno, Awesome Noughts, and Capsized. Oh, um, how have you been getting on with Hotline Miami? I, I, I keep trying to tell people it's a fantastic game, but it's um, it's incredibly violent. Why, why do you keep lying to people like that? Yeah. It's a, it's a horrific lie to tell people. I've um, seen you play it loads. I've played it for an hour or so. It's, it's probably, if I had to rank them, maybe third or fourth on that list, I would say. Um, it's just stupidly hard and full of repetition. Do you have to have a controller for this? Because no, I've got it to work. I, I, I do it. Out, but it just didn't start. I do it with mouse and keys, but, yeah, you 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 tend to die quite a lot. I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay at it, but, I mean, I die... 30, 40 times per level, there's like a pattern to it you've got to do, and you've got to be reasonably quick. I mean, you can, if you're any good, you can complete a level in about 10 to 15 seconds. You've just got to know where to run around the corner, when to throw the weapon at the person at the other side of them, pick the next one up, shoot them, and then throw it across, and, you know. And that's what I'm struggling with, because it is constant repetition and memorising of level layouts. You have to memorise where all the baddies are, because most of the time, the baddie that kills you isn't on the screen. You have to know he's there, and there's no way of knowing he's there unless you've already played the level and died. And I think that's the bit that I'm struggling with and not really enjoying about it. It's the only one of the seven that I've gone back to and had another go on. I played through them all for a bit yesterday, and went back into this one and played it a little more. I finished the first couple of levels, eventually uh, yeah level two took forever to do i mean it probably was 30 or 40 goes of dying and yeah i just i don't think i can bring myself to just keep dying over and over and over again you see that the story is really interesting but you do have to work your way through it i mean i'm going to give a little thing away is that you're not the only insane psychopath out there it's really weird in one of the levels you actually have to go against another one of them 
And I, ha- I still haven't completed it yet because I've, I've got this show to edit. I've got a million and one other games to try and play and fit in with, with my life. But there is a story there if, if you can hunt it out. Interesting. It's got a bloody good soundtrack, though. The soundtrack, and Denneton Games even said, if you open the Steam file, there is the album there for your taking if you want to stick it in iTunes. And it's not come off my, um, well, I don't have an iPhone anymore. I've got a Galaxy S4. It's now on my Galaxy S4 as much as it was on my iPhone. It's as part of the Humble Bundle, it was there as a separate file as well. You could download the oh, soundtrack. Right. For all seven of the games, you can download the soundtracks for as well. It is um, a stonking album. It, it, it's very good. I'm really enjoying the music on there. It's excellent. Um, what else have I got on here? I've, I've made notes. It's bizarre. I've actually made notes on these games. There were so many this week. Um, yeah, I think I've pretty much covered everything I wanted to say on it. It's, you wouldn't like it, Sheepdog, because you were moaning about with Donkey Kong. I couldn't how get it started. How it's memorising levels. So, uh, it sounds like I wouldn't like it, but I started it up, and it, it starts with a face saying, I'm going to tell you how to... I can't remember what it says, like, murder people and stuff like that. And I thought, all right. And then I pressed... You didn't like it? No, I couldn't get it working, mate. Nothing happened, that's what I'm saying. I, I was clicking, nothing nothing was happening with it. It was the only one I've, I've tried on there that just didn't start up. I know there were some issues to begin with, but, I mean, there's been quite a few patches come out for it. Do you know if it's updated? Uh, well, it was yesterday I was trying it. And did you actually get them on Steam this time, or did you download yeah, them the stupid way again? I got them off Steam this time with codes, um, and it just doesn't it just doesn't do anything. It's frozen. Interesting. Oh. Well, give it another try, because I want to hear what you think about it next week. Mm. Um, next one I had to go on was Thomas Was Alone, which yep. I've already right. played on the Vita, with the sound yep. off, because my stickers Why? cover the speakers. Why? That's half the game is. The I know story. the game is the story, and what I've actually put as my notes for this one is it's much better with a sound on, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love the little story, the little names. I I still haven't finished it yet because I like to not finish games, but the the story itself is um very engaging and it's the sort of thing I'd actually like. And as far as I can tell, it's about um an artificial intelligence that's gone a bit wrong. Yeah, um, I found that that's basically yeah uh, something about every because. How many levels are there? I'm on like 3.8 or something like that. I got to 2.5 and I haven't played it I since. I think I'm in the middle of the twos somewhere. Yeah, so I'm on like 3.8. I've got Claire, the big Oh, I've Claire. just got Claire. That's where uh, I yeah, got to. Yeah. So wherever she that floats is. Around. And then I've got Lara, the bouncy one. I think I know. Oh, I've not got that far yet. Um, and yeah, every, every time you finish a number, so like when I got onto four, it would tell me a bit more of the AI story. Yeah. Um, but then obviously I've got like Chris and... I can't remember John. I think his name is and Thomas <laughs> and Claire and Lara and uh, like, have you got the long rectangle fella? Yeah, yes, sort yeah. of. And um, you know they've all got their own little personalities and stories and Chris Slight and Lara in love and Claire thinks she's a superhero and everyone thinks Chris is evil and Thomas is still. F- it, it, I thought Thomas was going to be alone. That's the name of the story. I'm, I'm a bit like <laughs> he starts the game alone. Yeah. He does, yeah. But he just likes taking pictures and noting stuff down, but it sounds a bit like which you don't actually see him do, it's just a rectangle. But it's an inquisitive story. I'm I'm loving it, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I would yeah. have played it I would have finished it today, I think, but I've been playing one of the other games that we'll be talking about in a bit. Um far more than I would have expected to when I started it. But yeah, Thomas was alone is excellent. I will be So what's the one that you've been obsessed with? Um Little Inferno. I really? don't get that at all. I've been playing it all day, and I've played it I all day. I don't understand. As well. All I've written down about that is feels like an app. It's just burning stuff. It's very odd. It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's the reason I I am intrigued by it and I like it is you 
you start off just, yeah, you're chucking stuff in, and then you're supposed to do combos and stuff, aren't you? You're supposed to... Combos? It's like, it's like solving little kind of, not riddles, but... Yeah, I, did, I got like, through to the second catalogue of stuff by getting some combos done. Yeah, well, there's like six catalogues, and um, you can only, usually you can only unlock them if you either buy more stuff from the catalogues using the coins you unlock in the Inferno, or you have to do enough combos to unlock them. How can so, you combo? Well, it will say things like, like burning bomb, different stuff together, and, a yeah. bomb and then set oh. them on fire, and they they burn, and you get a combo unlocked. But the reason I like it, and the reason I'm following it more, is you keep getting letters from people. And you get a letter from a weatherman. You burn it. You read random. No, you read it, and then you burn it. Um, there's a song, which I posted on Facebook. Um, I was, re- I was, if I'd have planned this ahead and actually spoken to you, I was going to say we should play the song, because Is it's that the song that comes when you get the second catalogue? Possibly. Yeah, there that. was, a, yeah, I thought that, that was, was really cool. Uh, that, I was about to stop playing it, and then the song played, and I thought, that's actually pretty cool. I'm going to play this for a bit longer. Yeah, now. that's what I But then I remembered the game was shit when I went, went back into the game itself. Well, it's like there's a, a person next door who keeps sending you letters, and I think, I don't, yeah, I'm not saying, I'm saying it because I don't know where they are. They're sending you letters, and they keep asking for stuff now and again. And is there are, a story to it? Well, this is it. The letters kind of tell a little story as they go along, but you have to really work for it. It's kind of, mm. that's the problem. That's the, I mean, it's not a downside for me. I'm quite happy to just sit there and burn stuff and watch. And, well, know. that's what you'd be doing if you weren't on your PC, isn't it? Exactly. You'd just burning stuff. So I, I like trying to figure out what the riddles are. So it might say, I don't know, can't try to think what one was. There's an old lady and a, a cat lady. Burn her. And there was an old lady and a cat and I just burned a cat lady. It was obvious. But, you know, there's, there's more. You, in, in you burned a woman. No, there's like a doll of an old lady and a doll oh, cat. Like, there's loads of things like that you unlock. So further through you go, there's like food, there's random items. Sometimes it's really twisted. One of the first times you can burn is a school bus full of kids. Like that was nice. awesome when that exploded because that's that clears your screen properly. That was yeah. I did I did that a couple of times. Like, it just got too untidy. They, yeah, they just scream and explode. Um, it was screaming. It, that's the weird thing about it. It presents itself as a kids' game, but it's so not a kids' game. I wouldn't want my children to no, play this game. No, I asked my daughter to leave the room as she came in to see what I was doing. Um, it's just it's it's very cute and twisted at the same time. Um, but it is good. The song was really good because it was just kind of like little do 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 do, and like singing a song about it. Um, the idea is that you're in a world where it's it's snowing and it's been snowing and snowing and snowing for years and nobody knows why. And the only sounds way, like Richard and Alice. The only way you can keep going is by just burning everything you have. So you burn all your toys, all your memories, everything, and just sit there throwing stuff into, into a furnace. Apparently, this is available on the Wii U as well, because Anna saw me playing yesterday and said, we've got that on the Wii U, it's shit. And I didn't even know we had it, but apparently she's already bought it, paid for it on the Wii U. Um, I like it, though. It's it's cool. The story sounds really depressing. It's just interesting, because that's the thing. That's like you get messages from, like, the the company that sell the infernos and they say stuff like you know fires are dangerous but you need it it's important blah blah, blah. and that's, I'm, I'm guessing that once I get to the end catalogue there'll be like an ending to it I'll let you know next week because I will come mm. um, but no I just think it's one of those things if you it, I don't know I, don't, I can't explain why I like it it just kind of clicked for me I enjoy it I think it's a good little buy um, it's not hard you just figure out a little bit of a riddle kind of thing you've you got to figure out the clues um, yeah that's probably part of it. Maybe if you didn't realise you had to do that, Kev, that might No, be I did that because I managed to get to the second catalogue. I knew I was doing that, but then it got to the point where they weren't obvious anymore and I thought, oh, they're not obvious anymore. I don't want to have to sit and work it out. I don't want to have to think. I'm just throwing stuff on a fire. So then I just started throwing bricks on there just to see how many bricks I could fit on the screen. 
<laughs> and I stopped. Um, the game, my favourite game of all of these in this Humble Bundle, Proteus. I've not played Absolutely it adore it. What's I've got it, but not played it. It is basically, I, I enjoyed this so much that I actually and did a bit of a Robbie Roo and tweeted at the developer to talk to him about it because it was that good a game. And it is yeah. literally just exploration. All it is is an island, and there is no point to it. You it have sounds no, like Minecraft. It looks like Minecraft. It's Minecraft blocky graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is just an island. You're just exploring this island just to see what's there. And there's no more to it than that. And I, the first time I turned it on, I just chased a rabbit across the island. And when you're chasing the animals, it plays different bits of music while you're doing it. And wow. it, it, you can sort if you chase a couple of them together, you can sort of create different bits of sound. And someone described it on one of the reviews, I forget who it was, that it's the best song they've ever listened to. And you just are literally just walking around an island. But the reason I ended up tweeting at the developer um, is because Anna's son... Um, is absolutely obsessed with it. He loves it. I mean, it's very similar to Flower on the PS3. It's that kind of experience where it is just, it's all colours and sounds, and it's brilliant. And he he saw me playing it, and I ended up having to get it for him as well, so he could sit and play it on his laptop. And I just tweeted at the developer, just just letting you know that your game has made an eight-year-old autistic boy very, very happy. It's absolutely obsessed with it. And um, I was quite chuffed then that I got a load of retweets off the developer and all the other people. But I just... I, I felt the need to tell the developer just how much he enjoyed playing it. And it is just because it's colourful, it's awesome sounds, and even as a grown man who should have been spending his time doing something better, I just wandered around that island for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll do it again. I want to go back and wander around it again because I know it's going to be slightly different. And you get these little... There's something that looks a bit like a castle. You can't go in it, but you can look around the outside of it. There was a bit that looked a bit like Stonehenge that you can just go and have a look at. And then I noticed a frog jumping, so I chased the frog for a bit. And then, oh, there's, there's another rabbit. I'll follow him now. Like and a it took, child. It took me a little while to figure out what I was supposed to be doing, because I I got plopped, you get plopped in the middle of the sea, I saw the island, right, I'll swim to the island, and wandered around for a bit, I don't know what I'm doing, what am I supposed to be doing, oh, there's a castle up on the hill, I'll go and have a look at that, wander up there, nothing happened, and then suddenly this rabbit appeared, and started running away, and it was making the music with the rabbit, and I'm thinking, okay, I obviously have to chase him, it's a game, I'll chase this rabbit, chased him across the island... (laughs) He jumped in the sea, so I got in the sea and just started swimming. I was swimming for five minutes, realised I was going nowhere, turned around, went back to the island, and eventually figured out that I'm not supposed to be following these animals. I'm actually chasing them. I'm affecting where they go. So depending on the angle I sneak up behind them, it will then dictate where they're going and what sort of angles they're moving at. She just killed that poor rabbit. Yeah, I basically chased him into the sea. But what I was then able to do was starting to get sort of combos of animals together. And if if I could sneak up behind them and get them to move towards other animals, you'd then get all the different sounds come on together. And I got sort of two or three animals together then, and it was starting to make some really awesome music out of it. It was really cool. It's a herding game. Yeah, it's a herding <laughs> game. That's exactly what it is. But it's, it was, at this point, I think it was maybe the fifth or sixth of the Humble Bundle games I'd played, and I had been sat there playing no more than an hour of a game all day, just, right, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this, knowing that we were doing this on the show this week. And yeah. I got to that one, and it was just such a nice break <laughs> from having to think and having to work out what I'm supposed to do and have to concentrate. And it was just fun. 
just fun exploring and it's it's it is like flower and it is like journey and it's just a nice experience and you go you finish it an hour later thinking i want to do that again that was really cool i want to go back and explore the island i want to see how it's different i want to see if that bit's still there i want to see if there's different animals so i can make different noises and anyone who's got this as part of their humble bundle and hasn't tried it yet i urge you to go and try proteus because it's really cool sounds um, what was, what other ones did you have a go on, Sheepdog? Um, on that list, the only other one I played is Dear Esther, which wasn't here. We played that on the podcast. But I was going to say we've given away so many copies of that through other people handing them over. Yeah, we've been we've taken the sharing the love library idea that's been going on the forum for a little while, and it was just basically because me and you had a copy of Dear Esther, so we both already had it. Yeah. So we thought, right, well, let's give these away on Twitter. So we did that, and then people started sending us their Dear Esther codes. So we started giving them away, and that snowballed massively. We've given, a, well, helped people share amongst themselves. Probably 30 games this week now. Just it's sent good. They've sent like six or seven to Yeah. Well. It's gone outside of just this humble bundle. It's gone into the last ones where we had copies of Alan Wake and American Nightmare to give away as well. I imagine it will carry on with the new one that's come out with The Walking Dead. It's a telltale one this time, isn't it? Mm. It's got Back to the Future and stuff in as well. But I'm all for that. If you, yeah. if you get yourself a humble bundle and you want to give a code away, we'll help you do that if you want to. Obviously... I would still like it if you ended up giving some money to the charities involved. That's what it's all about. But if you just got one code and you don't want it, we'll help you find a new home for it. And there's some people who've, who've got three or four out of this. Yeah. And it's, it's been really good. And I, li- I like the way the whole community's sort of just got behind this and so many games given away. It's been awesome. Um, but dear Esther, we both played it a year or so ago. Have you played that, Proton? Um, I have it. And like most people, I haven't actually played it at all because I have a massive pile of shame. Wow, this is where me and Sheepdog are one step ahead. We've both finished it, haven't we, little fella? Yeah, but we, um, the game changes every time, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've heard it's an experience. It's another, Yeah, it is another one where, I mean, it's quite similar to the last one I was talking about, in that you are just exploring. You can't interact mm. with anything from what I remember. Mm. You are just exploring an island. Yeah, but on this one, yeah, it's telling a story, but it's a slight, you only get a snippet of the story, and it, does it, it randomly generates bits of this story. Yeah, it'll just right. start talking and it's like he's reading from a book yeah. he's just reading he's picking a page at a time and just reading it so, so me and sheepdog both have a different story but it's not that they're different stories they're different elements of this same story and the idea is you replay it and replay it and replay it and eventually piece together what this whole story is but i think on mine he was telling a story about a woman and, it, and him i think it's the reason why the person you are is on the island but he's also telling a story about a man who used to live on the island, and something else about the island. So it's three or four stories. Well, on mine, he was telling me about Wolverhampton Service Station. I think I cool. mentioned <laughs> something about Wolverhampton. Really? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so so how, how many times do you think you'd have to play it to get the whole thing out of it? I didn't want to play it again. I was happy with the oh. story that I got out yeah, of it. Yeah, I kind of felt like that. I kind of felt, yeah, I could probably play it again to get more. I didn't want any more. I was completely satisfied with my versions. I don't care what other people's versions are. I was satisfied. I mean, it's about an hour and a half to complete a finish. I I think three things because it made me incredibly nervous. (laughs) But I was very happy with the experience I got from it, and don't feel the need to ever go back and potentially spoil the experience that I had because it was one of those games that makes you think. It's the same as Proteus. I played it yesterday. I'm still thinking about it today. I was thinking about Dear Esther for a good few days afterwards, just sort playing it around in my head just thinking 
Yeah, and I like it when a game does that. It doesn't come along very often. And uh, to get two in the same Humble Bundle is pretty cool. I was going to cool. say, this bundle, I mean, I think if you played more of Little Inferno, you'd probably have a little think about that. It's just... I might well go back to what I want. What I want from that is for it to be on my iPad. Perhaps I will play it on the Wii U if it works with the touchpad. It just feels like I shouldn't have to be doing so much clicking and moving my arm. I should just be flicking stuff with my finger. It feels like that kind of thing. Um, the other ones, Awesome Knots. Um, I had a short play on, because I played this on the PS3, because it was a PlayStation Plus game a little while ago. And um, it just confirmed everything that I thought about it from what I had it on PlayStation Plus before. I started this up, realised it wasn't the game I thought it was, and then stopped because I wanted to play it. I've heard it's, I've heard it's quite good. It's a little psychedelic weird thing. I, yeah, it's not my kind of game at all. It's basically a side-scrolling shooter. But oh, right. What I likened it to in my little notes that I've made is it's basically what League of Legends would be if it was a side-scrolling shooter. <laughs> in that you've got two teams. It's a multiplayer game. You have two teams, um, and each has a base at either end of this side-scrolling map. Um, you have these little bot things that you hide behind for shields, and they basically go in and attack these other targets along the way. But you basically have three or four different things to destroy along the way, and the idea is for your team to get to destroy the base of the other team before they destroy your base. And you have the little automated bot things that come in as well. And it, it feels like League of Legends, but it's League of Legends if it was a side-scrolling shooter. Sounds like a 2D version of Quake. Um, yeah, I suppose yeah, I suppose it could be. Yeah, but... It, I, I mean, I've only I've played it on, as I say, the PS3 and the PC now. Didn't like it either time. That's probably because I was trying to play it by myself. And by yourself, it's boring. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just you walk along a bit, you destroy this thing, you walk on a bit more, destroy this thing. Oh, there's a there's a a baddie, but he's not very good. I'll kill him and then I'll go and destroy this next thing, and it just moves on like that. But I imagine it. In the same way as Super Smash Bros. is a bit shit playing by yourself, but in four-player, it's amazing. You yeah, know, on your own, Super Smash Bros. is shit. It's yeah. definitely a multi. It is. It's a multiplayer game at home. I, I think it's Awesome Noughts. I think Awesome Noughts will come into its own in multiplayer. So I would be tempted to have a go in multiplayer, but I think Steam tracked me at six minutes playing it in single player. <laughs> I thought it was Scribble Noughts. That's what I was thinking. Scribble Noughts is fantastic. Yeah, so I was very disappointed when I started out, but I couldn't try it because. That, obviously, they say you can draw anything in that, but you can't draw Mohammed. Um, <laughs> so. I, I, I managed to make a nuclear weapon and destroy the whole place. But that was, that was about it. Did you ever go and capsized? No. I did. Again, not for very long. And the main reason I didn't play this very much is because the controls are just shit. It actually says at the start, um, it gives you the option to play with a control pad, but says it's not recommended for new players. And straight away I'm thinking, well, who the hell is going to want to play it then? If you've learnt to play it with the keyboard, why would you then plug in the controller that doesn't work very well? What is capsized? It's basically a platform game. Oh. Um, but rather than in every other platform game ever, where you use the D-pad to move and then you press a button to jump, in this one it's all right. on the analogue stick which mm-hmm. feels wrong in a platformer straight away. But to jump, you press up on the analogue stick. Yeah. Um, oh. So it's... And it's just... It might be a it great is. game, but I imagine it's because if you do it on a keyboard, it's the arrow keys that control it. And it just feels a bit wrong to be jumping by pressing up. And you have to shoot stuff as well. And so it's sort of a platformer with a bit of shooting in as well. And it just... Yeah. Meh. 
didn't didn't really like that at all, so that one got put away. And it's now been uninstalled because it just didn't appeal to me at all. If anyone can tell me a way to actually get it to have normal platform game controls, I might be tempted to get, give it a try because yeah, I don't really know anything about it. There's probably, a, a, in the options, there's a thing you could probably map the controls or something. I might have a look one day if I'm really at a loss for stuff to play, but it didn't seem like it was worth spending too much time on. Exactly. <laughs> so, that was the Humble Bundle. I hear there's another one out. Which uh, That's bizarre, isn't it? So this is The Walking Dead. Is it Back to the Future? Summer Max, maybe? I'm going to get it for Summer Max, because Summer Max has a very good gaming heritage. I don't know if you ever played any of the old ones. Nah. They're great. They're incredibly sarcastic, and um, they're very funny. I'm tempted to get it just to have another go on The Walking Dead, but I don't want to spoil it the way Sheepdog tells me I'll spoil it by playing it a second time. Because I would, I would, if he hadn't ruined it for me, I would have been tempted to play for it and make the opposite decision to what I made on the PS3. But so I, I ruined it. I just saved you time because you'd have uh, played it through doing the opposite things and you'd have got minor differences, perhaps. Yeah, so how, uh, how much is this new one? I haven't looked. I didn't even know it existed until while we were just doing the Best Thing Prom episodes before, Anna just held her iPad at me to tell me it existed, but I haven't looked at anything for it. So if I navigate my way to the Humble Bundle website now... I, I was going to say, if you want to go halves on it, you can have The Walking Dead and I'll have Summer Max, but then I realised that probably sounds a bit tight. <laughs> um, it's To get The Walking Dead, you have to pay over $4. Uh, the other games that are in there, uh, Back to the Future, Sam and Max, Pokenite, um, Hector Badge of Carnage, which you're a big fan of, Sheepdog, Puzzle Agent <laughs> 1 and 2, and Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventures. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot in there for, I mean, what's $4? £2.50? So Do if you want to. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, for, for £2.50, if you pay the minimum, that's a lot of game. If you, have, if you haven't played The Walking Dead, you've got to get it just for that. Yeah, definitely £2.50, that's insane. Do they take PayPal? They do. I paid by PayPal yesterday. Yeah, they do. Is it the whole Walking Dead or just part one? It's, no, it's all five episodes. That's insane. That's that if you pay over the average. So for just one dollar, you can get all those other games. If you pay four dollars, well, four dollars and a penny, you get the Walking Dead as well. So I'm going to buy it now. There you go. I can hear him hitting the keyboard saying, right, I'm buying the game. I'm on it. He's on it like a carbonic sheet. While he's doing that, and I'm uh, scratching this itch I've got on my left shoulder... Um, you tell me what else you've been playing this week, little fella. Okay, yeah. Um, we mentioned about Robbie Roo being a bit of a machine, um, getting involved with all these developers and smoothing them and whatnot. Um, he randomly hooked me up on Twitter with a developer that he'd been chatting to and said to me, well, he actually said, I think I might know a few people who might be able to help you out, um, and then messaged me with them sort of involved in a tweet and just said, play this game. And I thought, oh, here we go, what's it going to be? I was expecting it to be kind of, I don't know. I, I, I just kind of thought... This is going to be awkward. You, you, you've said to me, review this. What if it's not very good? But um, he asked me to review a game called um, Assault Android Cactus, which I keep calling Android Assault Cactus. I do as well. Yeah, I don't better change why. it then. They'll change <laughs> it. I might, I might peer pressure. Make that my ref, my uh, <laughs> recommendation when I respond to them. But it's in alpha at the moment. It's um, not in alpha. It can't be. It's pre. No, it's pre-alpha, and by the look of it, it really shouldn't be there either. Um. What do you mean? Are you saying that you don't think it works well? Or? No, I'm thinking it looks finished. I was going to say, when you said it can't be, I was thinking, well, I would have said it was at least in, at most in beta, if you know, if not ready. That's um, what I mean, yeah, it's ready yeah. to sell. 
But, um, yeah, I'm wondering what their plans are for it. It's basically, and that, that was why that video came on earlier on. When we were, you might be editing that out, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I randomly clicked up to bring up just the, the information about it. It's basically a twin-stick arena shooter type thing. It's so, insane. Um, I thought it was Geometry Wars in a, as a 3D walking around it? on the floor. Yeah, I had a go on it as yeah. well. Um, you're using both sticks on your controller, as, as I've just said, um, and you're playing... It says you play Cactus, but you get a choice, don't you? I played as several different people. Yeah, there's um, four different droids, isn't there? But you're basically, yeah, an android called Cactus or whatever one you pick, um, and you're basically responding to a, a space freighter's distress call, and it's full of malfunctioning robot workers that you have to destroy. Um, you can combo destroy them, you get power-ups, you get, like, weapon upgrades. Um, it looks like a... I mean, I remember playing a game on the SNES, which was a, you were like a, I can't remember what it was called, but you were like a spaceship flying up the screen, and it kept adding on different things. You can unlock power-ups. And it reminds me of that. R-type. So like, yeah, possibly R-type. Rings a bell. Um, it reminds me of that in so much as you can get like a power-up that suddenly adds two shooters to your shoulders. Yeah. And, you know, you can add up power-ups, all sorts of different things. And I love that in games. I remember that being one of my favourite games as a kid. And this is kind of, it's like that, but you're in a room and obviously it can get really crowded and you can be absolutely surrounded by robots. Um, that stopped me playing a lot of the, the Humble Bottom because I was just playing this constantly as well um, and spending time trying to figure out how to add it to my Steam account so that I can access it easier. It's, um, it, but yeah. it's like an early version of loot. You're just collecting power-ups. Yeah, I mean, did, did you ever get any link? How, what's the biggest chain you ever accomplished? Oh, I was like 30, I think. Oh, right, by me. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Because I, I, one of the other droids has a weapon where it kind of just fires a beam across the level. And it's really slow, yeah. but I had a really packed level, and I was just like going... There's one that fires out these little tiny homing missiles, so you don't even really need to aim. And with with that bouncing around and moving around the screen, because eventually you tend to get overrun, and it is very much a multiplayer game. It's it's okay in single player, but if there's like four of you on it, it'd just be insane shouting abuse and commands at each other. I mean, my my highest chain was a hundred and ninety seven. Wow! It's just, it's yeah. just I, I, took, I, was, I was literally doing that and banging F twelve to take screenshots and all sorts because it's it just went insane. Well, I love it. How are you controlling this? Are you using a controller like a normal human, or are you doing it some weird way? I'm using a controller. That's right, then. I thought 30 was good. I'm very disappointed that you're banging out 150. 197. 197. Was that quite far through it, then? Because I'm probably not that far through it. I played quite a lot of it, but I died a lot on one of the levels. There's there's, um, the bit where you're going down the elevator. I got past that. I got into the second set of levels where... The ground changes, so every after a certain amount of baddies you kill, the whole level instantly changes with like platforms going up and down in, in a different arrangement and and all sorts of stuff. And they just start coming up at you through holes in the ground, and you're going, "Oh fuck, I can't do it! I, I can't navigate my way around!" And you end up dying. And I even ran out of battery a few times as well. Well, I, I think people really need to check it out. Um, it's, yes. Like, when is it due for a release? Do we know? It Not says soon on enough. here, it says 2013 release, and then as Perot said, it's pre-alpha. Um, but I, it, it seems I, I I'm wondering what they're planning on doing with it. They, they if they think they've got a lot left to do, then this is going to be a bitching game when it's done because it's already really fun. I think it's a case of adding the multiplayer, and I'm being really finicky here. There's there's two 
problems I can see with it. One of them is being the graphics itself. I don't think the, the you know the floor graphics and the background stuff. I don't think that's perfectly finished. I thought um, the graphics are really. I mean, I suppose you, I they're good. Mean, they're not maybe perfect, but they they were awesome. I thought. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah. Think. No, they're good. Um, the other thing is is you know when they're all coming out of the holes in the ground. Yeah. You can't fall down it. I would expect that to be a standard thing in games. You know, it's like you can walk up to the edge, but you can't go any further. You can't, you know, I don't know, commit Harry Carey and throw yourself down the shaft. It's a case if I can push myself into the corner where they're coming up, but I can't die. I, I would have thought they valid that in just as a, just as a, well, just as a point of the game, really. Yeah. See, I get, I, I get what you're saying. You want it to be more realistic. I I don't like it when games go too realistic and I start falling to my death just because I I not really especially when it's as hectic as this game is as yeah. well you, you're already thinking about so much you don't want to be worrying about falling down holes you've got to up your game sheet dog yeah but I don't want to up my game mate my game's happy where it is <laughs> I want the games to just remember old cheap dog in the corner wanting to just <laughs> sit there and dribble a bit um, I don't want I don't want people up in my but then I, I do recognise that obviously people like your good self want to be challenged by a game um, it is challenging don't get you know don't well, yeah it's definitely challenging <laughs> yeah but you, you don't want to be able to know you've always got the edge because you're not going to fall over I suppose do you but did you did you get to the um, find one of the end of level bosses I just saw a picture and thought I don't remember there being any specific bosses. I remember thinking I was on a bus thing because it got suddenly quite hard, and then it, no, there's, there was only one person in the room, a massive robot that took. No, I never to had kill. a bus then. Oh, if if you go into the level select on the far right hand side, there's a red level selector. That's one of the end of level bosses, and if you manage to kill him, it unlocks a whole load of new levels. No, nice. of course, which is the ones I got onto. Well, I am going to play it more for definite. Um, it's just one of those things where I got the Humble Bundle, then got this, played this loads, then kept flitting between Thomas Was Alone and uh, Little Inferno, and then this, and it means I've not played the rest of the games on there properly. I've only looked at them, couldn't start half of them up. So I'm kind of, I'm stuck in this loop at the moment where I'm trying really hard to play it all. And, uh, you know me, most people listening, this is 70 episodes, I'm not one to play this many games <laughs> in a week, ever. So that was Assault Android Cactus, that for was, anyone who wants to, to be able to look that up and keep an eye on that and that will be due out at some point yeah. <laughs> look at us playing games that aren't even out yet what else have you had a go on Chief Dog uh, well we set up I've been saying it for four weeks now World of Tanks World of Tanks I've World not Tanks, heard right? you mention it um, a lot yeah so I, we finally got around Vimesy basically set up a World of Tanks evening even though I've been begging people to come and play with me I'd never got around to doing it I'm a bit of a lazy man um, you're a lot of a lazy Clarkie. man <laughs> Yeah, Vimesy and Clarky got together and said, right, we're doing this tonight. Are you in or are you out, sheepdog? And I said, I'm out. And then we chatted for a bit. And I said, all right, go on, and I'm in. I bet I'm never going to get to play it multiplayer otherwise. So uh, we got ten of us. Why were you out originally, you miserable bastard? I was just... I wasn't really. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just uh, said, yeah, and then thought... I did the opposite. I was in and then thought, when it got down to it, I thought, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm playing something else. I can't be asked. Well, so what we did, we got like... Eight or nine of us together, I think, in the end, on, on TeamSpeak, and we're all in a group, and I think three of us have played it before. Uh, one of one of the guys paid to have a better tank so that he could just come in and be all right at it, um, and then there was John, Clarkie, and a few other people who hadn't played it before. Um, and we thought, i I'd done a bit of research in advance, thinking I want this to go as smoothly as possible. Um, and there's, to play multiplayer, your options are to build a platoon of three people, so you and two other people, and then you fight together whenever you go into battle. Or you can fight on your own, and you're just with 
14 other strangers fighting 15 strangers on a team. You can pay to have a clan, which if I'm not paying to have a clan, because this game won't have the longevity to bother with setting up all the gubbins. Don't you work with someone who's been playing this every night for about the last eight years? No, I mean, well, like, us like ain't going to do oh, it. That's okay. what I mean. Yes, that, I know someone who's really into it, but I know our site ain't going to be into it. So I was thinking, it must be a compromise, and it was. It was called setting up a company. So I thought, right, I'll set up, I'll set up just Sheepdog's company or something, or the Mature Gamer company. Um, that so game's already taken. I already own that for, <laughs> uh, for copyright purposes and marketing and whatnot. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll d- discuss that with you later, but you can't use that anymore. Fair enough. But um, anyway... Yeah, so I get everyone on, all right, right, join my uh, company, it's here, they all join up, we go to the start, we're like, right, we've got eight of us, everyone's set up their tanks, nine of us, whatever it was, um, suddenly it says you're not of a high enough level to do this, and I had a look, and you get to between junior, champion, uh, master, and some other level, uh, medium, or whatever, and to start a company battle, you have to have enough people in your company that your combined level of your tank is 20 or more and you can only do a junior battle if you're between 20 and 30 and like a master battle if you're level 80 or whatever which means that you could have like eight people who were the highest level 10 is the highest you can get in the game so if you had eight people you could start a company that was a master company um so we sat there with nine of us most of us haven't really played it. Um, I was on like tier three, which is you know, level three tank. Um, I think the highest was level four. We ended up with something at like level 15 was our combined level. So we had to sit there and wait for other people to join in, um, <laughs> to just come into our company. Um, we finally got these two, we'd be telling these two people to get lost for like 20 minutes before we realised we needed them. So we invited them in. Um, but then what we found out was the reason they kept coming back and trying to get in our, in our company was there was no other junior companies on that particular server. We'd gone on EU2, and Vimesy would say, nobody plays EU2. And we th- I thought he was joking. I thought it was just a random, like, Vimesy being cheeky. EU2, that's for losers. But no, there was nobody on EU2, and we'd be sat there for an hour trying to set up a game. Probably, maybe not an hour, maybe like 45 minutes, but we were, it was ages we were, we were trying to set up this game. And Vimes was like, I told you to go with you once, we moved across. Um, still, no one was playing junior company games, so we ended up just going into little groups of three and playing separate games, but just chatting over TeamSpeak, which just ruined it. Then we were just kind of... I did notice by about 10 o'clock you were playing something else. Yeah, we basically just... Uh, we pooted around in our little three, but what it kept doing was, again, because there's nobody else playing it at that time of night, um, we had me, me, Vimesy, and Matt, I think it was, in my team. Um, I was in a level two tank, and they were in level three tanks, but we were being put in level five battles, so it meant that any, t- any tank I shot wasn't even getting a dent. Um, Vimesy and Matt could just about shoot other people, and it would make a bit of a difference to them. But we were just getting annihilated. So we tried to play a bit covertly, but that was boring. So I ended up, the last battle I was in, I just rode my tank into the middle of a lake, drowned. How covert can you be in a tank? Well, you hide around buildings and stuff. That's the part of the thing, you hide in bushes. They're tanks, sheepdog. I know, but they hide in bushes suspiciously well. But, um, yeah, I think John hated it at the time. I don't know if he'll hate it overall if he ever plays it properly, like if he can get a chance to play it. But um, he was very fed up. Um, a lot of people were quite fed up with it. Don't um, gets fed up easily, though. Well, he did get fed up within five minutes or so. <laughs> well, I'm playing this shit. What's going on? Did he versus... start a fight with any teenagers? No, but um, I am thinking, 
like I think it was Clarky or Vibes who said, if we all played it for a bit on our own and then we all met up and started a company, um, it would probably work a lot better if we were because if we were straight in and we were all level three and there was nine of us, we'd be still too short. <laughs> but <laughs> we'd probably be alright with because a couple of them were already level four, so we'd probably just about make it. But um, actually, that was bad maths. We'd be twenty-seven. We'd be well alright. <laughs> You'd be twenty-one. Three times nine is twenty-one, sir. No, it's not. Three <laughs> times seven is 21. What the hell am I doing? I've, we drank too much beer. You know, I said I felt from, really dizzy we? and wasn't sure if I was thinking straight. When you just said 21, I thought I'd lost it. Right? I genuinely <laughs> thought I'd broken it. I was saying, you know, three times nine is 27. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? But um, When did that happen? <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'd be all right then. But I don't think any of them really want to play it for a couple of days to get to that point where they can level up. And rightly so. No one wants to play it. It's awful. That's it. But then, uh, yeah, the other thing I've been doing uh, past, well, today it was actually, sorry, was uh, there was a guy that, again, Rob, uh, spoke to on the forum called Level Up Jordan. Um, he asked us if we'd review his games uh, on his, there's a site called Skira, S-C-I-R-R-A, um, which is basically a people just sign up and create games with their little tools and uh, their ideas and whatnot. And I think he met Rob B at this event that he went to yesterday. And he'd got game developers to look at his games, and they'd said that he had some good ideas. And so he wanted to. He said, "Don't review the uh, the way they look, the fact there's no sound on them, and the fact that they look like you know they're made of paint. Just let me know on the gameplay." So I was playing his games, and most of them were I can't remember the name of the game where it's got a ball bouncing off a little thing at the bottom. You move it, pong. right? It's not pong. Breakout. Breakout. That's it. Do you know if you Google, if you type in breakout on Google and click images, it brings up a game of breakout. I did. It's awesome. But he's made a load of variations on that, um, which I said he should probably lump together into one breakout sort of tribute um, that I suggested he call I Hate Bricks because most of his games involve destroying bricks. But um, he got some really cool ideas. Like He had a game called Don't Injure the Ninja, um, Don't Injure a Ninja, sorry, uh, where it's closing in, but it closes in a different way. So like a pink will come in from over the top, the left, the right, or the bottom. And you've got like a load of platforms to jump on, and you've got to try and you get a higher score depending on how long you keep them alive. It'll close on you eventually, but you've got to get on the perfect spot on the screen so it'll close and close and close. And you're standing in like the bottom left corner, and maybe it's closing in from every other direction, or usually it's in the middle somewhere. And they just come out with all these really clever ideas that would be good for either levels or a quick app game or whatever. Um, but I thought we did a really good job of it. Um, and where can we find these games if people want to have a go? Well, they're on uh, Skira, which is S-C-I-R-R-A, dot com. His ones are at forward slash users, forward slash level up Jordan, or they're on our forum in the thread. Uh, but I was going to suggest people check out the site itself as well, because it's full of games. I mean, they have like a, a top 100 as well that you can check out. Um, the number one that it wouldn't load for me, I think it's my computer just being a bitch. Um, yeah, the, the, there's so many games on there that you could probably just spend a week. I mean... I was going to say, pro on a Robbie, if they ever get a rough patch where people aren't really releasing indie games that week and you know they, they can't find it, or they can just go on here and review anything. It's an indie game. It's just full I'll, of... I'll, I'll be honest. We've got so much content, it's obscene. Yeah, I, from the sounds of it, you ain't ever running out of content. But this site is going to make sure you definitely never, ever, ever do because it's just... By the looks of it, anyone can join up and start making little games on that. People were always yeah. suggesting that Kev's bra game could get made on there. Um... As a, as a board game, I did see it as a board game. As far as someone mentioned, it would be a good board game. I don't really get how. You don't understand the concept. It's just a way to watch boobs. 
Yeah. Uh, Pro, Tom, what have you been up to, little fella? Um, apart from concentrating every moment of my free time on doing the, the podcast and getting very obsessed with the Cactus game, I've actually been playing Saints Row 3. Now, I know I'm not up to the minute with the most modern of games, but I got this probably in the Steam sale last year. Um, now, Beastie sent me a controller uh, a little while ago, and I've only just got around to using it. Um, I, it was The idea of it was is that I was going to give the kids the controller, and they were going to try and destroy it. They've dropped it a few times. I thought I'd give it a go in the PC, and it actually works really well. Um, I've been enjoying Saints Row. It's insane. The story's insane. I mean, I know you lot have gone on about it, but I spent probably three hours starting from scratch. I spent forever creating my character, and then I wasn't happy with it. It went to the plastic surgeon the minute I got into the game and changed it again. Um, went around causing gang warfare and riots and just all sorts, really, just kicking off. Um, I think I managed to get the Super Ultra Bundle, because when I... Uh, did the intro sequence where you learn the controls and stuff the screen just kept going off you've got this you've got this you've got this you've got this and I went to the gar- garage and I found I could take the Saints Road tank out for a spin nice so I did yeah. <laughs> driving down the road really slowly boom off it goes I can see I've got five stars um, for the um, for the gang and then I've got five shields for the police, and the army start coming in and kicking off. I'm just going around kicking fuck out of everything, thinking, ah, I'm not going to die. Next thing I know, the tank blows up. There's no sign of it blowing up, no fire, no health bar going down, nothing. It just blows up. And so I was a little upset, but there See, you go. This is how you're supposed to play with tanks, Sheepdog. Not the way you do. Real tank gameplay. <laughs> uh, to be, if you've managed to get the, the version that's got all the DLC in it, you've done bloody mm-hmm. well, especially if you picked it up for a good price, because Anna wanted to play this for the DLC, because she's already played it on the Xbox, yeah. um, but she wanted to have a go out on the PC just because it was cheap, and she was trying to find a way to get all the DLC, because the DLC for this game, if you buy it all separately, costs over £75. I remember <laughs> looking into it. There's an extraordinary amount of DLC for this game. I, I paid about four quid for it. Yeah, I will be keeping my eye on the Steam sale as and when it happens again, and if I can pick that up for a little that in. There's one called Gangsters in Space, isn't there? I, so, I don't know. I know there's a huge amount of it, and I know she's holding out. You got it for my birthday last year, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Did she ever give it back to you? I don't know, to be honest. I can't remember. I think so. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not one to put the point of the finger when I've got about eight of her games, but... Uh... Oh. I'm I'm enjoying it, especially the um. This the horde mode. I mean, me and Absilus played on that together for a while, and then you, you know you're in the club and you're giving dildo bats. And you just go around battering fuck out of everything. It's um, it's not the game for kids. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's the part of the reason I had to. I, I remember playing it and then sending my daughter out of the room. And then Why was she even in the room at the start of that game? You <laughs> must know what Saints Row is about. I didn't really gave it to me. I so then it's one of those things and I'm, now my computer's in the, my Xbox is in the other room with, uh, I've got my own sort of den so I can kind of get away with that in the day but generally I have to wait till night and I'm going to play Batman so yeah magic anything else sir? Um, I've t- as I mentioned earlier I've been tinkering around with my my lovely new phone but that's not really worth talking about is it? not really no one cares games for the Android? Well, there's one called Pixel Dungeon. It's like a it's a roguelike um, survival game where you 
either a mage, a warrior, or a rogue, and you just wander around these randomly generated dungeons. It's free. It's, um, yeah, it's very good. And um, it looks lovely on my phone. <laughs> That's about it, really. Nice. Right, everybody. It's time for an official retraction. And I think it's good the people I am on the show with this week to do this retraction. I hope there are people from Tryon Games listening because I need to talk about Defiance. Mm. Now, the three of us went to have a go on this, what, six Holy. weeks ago now? And uh, we may have been quite harsh about it because when we played it, it was shit. It didn't work, it's broken. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't harsh, I was critical about it. Yeah, it was awful. It just wasn't very good. And this is another developer who I tweeted this week and just said to him, and I didn't get a response from these guys, I just said, I've just played this again after playing it um, at one of the the game lock-in events where I was hammered it because it was awful and didn't work. What were you thinking releasing that version of it for people to play? Because the actual finished game... Once it's applied the oodles of updates, yeah. is really really good. It is a great game. It was um, it was free to play on Steam over the weekend, and a few of us um, had a go on it on Saturday night. And by the end of the night, um, Pab was buying the four pack. Um, so me, Pab, Absilus, and Vimesy um, got involved in the four pack on it. And I've uh, I've played this more than anything else this week, and it's just a really good game. It's it's basically a cross between Borderlands and Gears of War, but as an MMO. Now, you throw those three things in together, and they're just awesome. The Borderlands stuff, um, you basically, you're in an open world, you're shooting, there's loads of loot, it's all about looting stuff. You can loot, put loot, a set, loot. Exactly. You can put a setting on where when you shoot baddies, little numbers fly off to give you that full Borderlands feel. You can ride around in quad bikes, and just you can basically just dick around for as much as you want. The story on it's quite good. Um, I haven't got around to watching any of the TV show yet, but having played the game, I now want to watch the TV show as I well. Think the TV show suffers the same thing you just said about the game, them releasing a bad bit early. The yeah. first half of the first episode is just... Yeah. I sat there slagging it off to a mate. I've like I said before, I was hammering it, and then suddenly it clicked, and I thought, actually, I'll take that back. It's like it, yeah, well, I, I want to watch the TV show well. now, but... That side of it is very Borderlands. It's like a massively multiplayer version of Borderlands. But then you get the Arc Falls. And the Arc Falls are what make it awesome. This is basically where you get this weird alien thing appear. And it appears as a big red circle on your map. And everyone playing it heads for these Arc Falls. And suddenly it becomes Horde. But with 30 or 40 people on screen, all battling wave after wave of baddie that appears. And these things can go on for 10 or 15 minutes. And the big ones will end with a big boss and you'll get a leaderboard at the end to see where you appeared on the leaderboard. And just to get so many people on screen without it breaking, um, imagine a 40 player version of Horde. And it's awesome. And then when it's done, you can go and do another one, because these are happening all the time. Every 10 or 15 minutes, you'll get a new Arkfall happen. So you can just get on your quad bikes, ride from Arkfall to Arkfall, and just spend all night doing that, which we did one night. Um, or you can go and do story missions, and they're great too. And you can go up and you can get yourself squatted up in squads of four and go and play the story together. Um, it's got some massive sponsorship from Dodge in there, so you can buy Dodge cars, you can, hmm. you can, I mean, we're all saving up at the moment to get a car for us to drive around in, so we don't have to mess around with our quad bikes anymore, but we want to turn up at the Art Falls in a car, because it's just awesome, and it's just 
mindless fun. Um, I think we paid £17 for it, I think it was, each, which, I mean, 17 quid for a game that's been out a month, that's a good price anyway, and it, it's just fun. It's the best multiplayer fun I've had for a long time. I'd been, I'd got to the point where I was getting shooter fatigue, to the point where I still haven't played Bioshock Infinite properly yet, because I just didn't want to play yet another shooter. But I'm really enjoying this. It's just a great laugh. So, what have they actually improved from when we had a look at it? The baddies shoot back now. Mm. The grenades don't bounce off them randomly. Always a bonus. When you actually start the game from the beginning, you understand what you're supposed to be doing, so you get to create mm. your own character, and yeah. it takes you through a tutorial where you, you actually understand the point of it. So you know, what you, you know where you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do. Um, you don't just... Uh, appear randomly and then run off randomly doing nonsense stuff that bit that we did we played up to a point where there's this big baddie who comes out when we did it we just climbed up the side of the hill and shot him in the face and he didn't Mm. shoot back well you can't do that now because if you try and climb up that hill they'll shoot you you won't get up the hill you have to go around a long way battle your way through that camp properly Um, I think there was two or three of us doing it when I did that part of the story and then when you get to him when the boss comes out he's actually quite tricky to kill now I mean there's still ways to get around it where you can sort of have one person distracting him at the front while other people sneak around the back of him but he is constantly firing grenades at you he is shooting back now Mm -hmm. and if you throw grenades at him they don't just bounce off his head and not explode there's a blue thing in the programme what about a robot person or something like that? I don't know. Is he what about blue? Don't know. Doesn't. What about you? Fought the bus. Oh, you're colorblind, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is he a bold boss? No, I don't think he's like a boss boss. No, he, all right. Is the thing you're trying to kill like a bald? There is a bald, there is a big bald guy. Yeah. Do you see blue? Yeah, in fact, that reminds me of one of the other elements of the game, because as well as all that awesome stuff I was just talking about, you can do co-op missions as well. Ah, so the cutscene's the same then. Do you disappear if you were standing next to me? Yeah, but because you're all doing the because you're all actually doing the missions now, you yeah. disappear at the same time. Ah, that happened with you is because you weren't doing the mission because you hadn't started the mission. I, I missed. It's blue. I missed one of the points. I thought oh, I walked up to it, but nothing happened, and I carried on to the next one. You disappeared, and I fell down a hill. <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah, that wouldn't happen because you'd be doing the mission this time. So you would you would literally link the group together, and if one person yeah. got there, you would all go and see the yeah. cutscene. Yeah, fantastic. I think the show gives you hints of how to kill certain things. Is what the point I was trying to make. If I was saying if if this thing was blue or whatever, is that um, there's a thing in the show that has a, this this bald giant yeah that's what tall it is. person yeah um, they're like these robot people alien things, and they have an off switch on the back of them. Oh, okay. Hit on their, it's either the back of their shoulder or the back of their leg. Yeah, you shoot them in the back basically to kill them. Yeah, that's like a one-hit kill type thing. Oh, it wasn't quite that good. You get the off button. Yeah. But these, so there might be other things in the show because I haven't played the game. Yeah, I need to watch the show. There might be loads of other hints, like, oh, this is how this works, or this is where so and so's hidden, and obviously it'll be revealing parts of the game that you might not know about. But these co-op missions is where it takes on another life again, and it sort of becomes a bit like Left 4 Dead then. Because you've got your squad of four, and you've gone into, you basically go into a dungeon. Um, but you're working through this dungeon, all working together, and it's like a separate bit of story as the co-op missions. And it's separate from the main story, and it's separate from the art falls, and it's like a, se- a little mini-game part. That, yeah. 
because there's mines again in the program. Yeah. There's a guy who runs mines, and I'm thinking that probably make because I watch it. I think he's not all that relevant, really. He's just there. Yeah, he's, he's important in the game. In the he's game. The, he's basically the co-op mission man, yeah. um, and they, these will take maybe 45 minutes, an hour to get through, and it's just a way to just get an hour's gaming in, and you're just doing these co-op missions. You get to the end, you fight a boss, and it's it's got so many different gameplay elements to it mm. that. I, I can see myself playing this for quite a while. If everyone else sticks to it as well, I can see myself dipping in and out of this quite regularly. This uh, pack of four you run around in, can you all alternate? So, like, you're not setting that four now, and then if I... Oh, yeah, you can, no, you can yeah. squad up so if with I can't anyone wait, you want. I can squad up with, with yeah. the three you were playing with. Yeah. I'm just thinking I won't be able to get it for at least a month. <laughs> um, I would imagine it will still be getting played. It's not something that I feel the need to go and play every night, although yeah. some of the people I've been playing with do seem to be doing that and are massively levelled up over me now. <laughs> um, but I, it, it, for me, it's a game that I'm just going to drop in and out of and just enjoy some multiplayer on. I it's played good a game fun. for ages. <laughs> There you go then, get this. Yeah, I played uh, Mass Effect 3 and we just sat chatting every night on that. That was awesome. Um, I need to get another game with him because it was just a laugh just sitting there chatting to him. He got me really into it. I thought, oh, I'll play that. I know I'm just sitting chatting with him, have a beer. There you um, go. Um, I played a bit more Fallout New Vegas this week. Um, How are you finding it? I'm getting bored of it, to be honest. I saw on Twitter you were complaining that you've already done it all. Have you established you definitely I don't... I haven't. I haven't checked. I think I probably have, because I'm I'm getting to the point... I can't be bothered. I'm getting to the point now... (laughs) I can't be bothered. That involved turning on the Xbox, which I haven't done for months. Do it on Xbox I can't be bothered. such a weirdo. Um... But yeah, I'm getting to the point where every I can see where everything's going and I'm being asked to do stuff that I know how to do and I just can't really be bothered with it. It was fun when it was that bit with Benny that I could do completely differently, but now there's bits where I suppose I could, but I can't really be asked, and I've, I've yeah. kind of put that away now and probably will leave that alone now unless, again, I'm at a loose end and can't think of anything to do. Um, the other thing I have played, though... Um, oh, two more things. In fact, bloody hell, I've played some games this week. Um, I tried Call of Juarez Gunslinger. I just tried the trial of it, because I've never played a Call of Juarez game, and I don't think this will be the one that I play, mainly because I played it for about ten minutes. It desperately needs a colour-blind mode. Mm. I could not see the baddies in that game. It's all brown, isn't it? Yeah, it's all brown. Different shades of brown, and I just could not pick out the baddies. I was, I, I was, I got to one point where I thought I'd killed everyone, but I was still getting shot from somewhere, and I went to every corner of that map looking for who was shooting me, and I can't find him. I know they're there. It won't let me go on to the next bit until I've killed everyone. He's still shooting at me, but I can't work out where he is. I just can't see him. So I've been that one off because it yeah. just—it I, I did have a look. It doesn't have a colour blind mode, which what do you expect? It's a ten pound game, but well, some yeah. of the cheaper games have got colour blind mode. It's just whether the developers are thoughtful enough. Uh, well, these guys aren't. I couldn't see the baddies. It's a bunch of charlatans. Yeah. yeah. So I've been that one off. And the other thing I've done, I've forced my way through episode two of Alan Wake. Um, forced. I can't stand the gameplay in this. I love the story. I think I'm going to have to do it the way I'm doing it and play one episode a week because I need a week to forget how much playing it annoys me because I got to the point last night where I just wanted to stop. I hate, right. the, I hate the nonsense with the torches. I hate the fact that you never have enough ammo in the gun. I hate the fact that you're basically running away the whole time. It's about running away and dodging. It's a survival game. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the torches are what make the game unique with, with the baddies. Uh, and then, obviously, the ammo only 
lasts a certain amount of time, so you have to conserve your bullets. It's not a Portland, uh, is it? I'm not interested in any I of that. I was told I could play this by watching it, and I, I can't see the option. I would love that, because the story is really... The story is the only reason I'm bothered with episode two. Were, he said there was a, a yeah, story mode. We'll have a look. I'll have a look. The, the story is the only thing keeping right, me involved, but what I'm going to do is give it another week, forget how much I hate playing it, and then go back and do the next episode, because I love the story, and I want to finish it, because I really am into the story of it, but just playing it is a ball ache, and it just annoys me. And I got, uh, last night, I almost didn't get to the end of that episode, just because I was just running in woods. And I don't yeah. want to run in the woods. Just, just, like, I mean, because I, I agree with you, it was, it was frustrating not being able to just play it and get on with it. Is it, is it unusual to want to just watch it? Do you know what I mean? Because I quite, I would honestly. If they just said to me, "Do you know what?" Not all games, obviously. I'm not like most. All the games I've played this week, I want to play. I enjoy playing games. Games like this, I'm thinking. Well, I don't want it to be a TV show. I don't want it to be a film. I'm just quite happy to watch the game and just. There are a few games out there like that. Although I'm struggling to think what ones at the moment. Although I do remember coming across a few. Heavy Rain. I'd have just watched. I'd, I'd watch Heavy Rain. I'd have, I'd have I mean, enjoyed I just that. Forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of defeated the object of Portal. No, only parts of it, anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, L.A. Noir, right when we first started, and you were expecting me to... Um, yeah, you could just watch week. that. You could. You did I watch did the end watch of that. that because you, That's you, another you one you could just watch. You can't play it next week, you've got to send it back, because <laughs> it was your love film I was using, wasn't it? Um, so I had to give that back to you, and... God, that's exactly. different, the way the format... But yeah, there are games out there where the story's so good, you could just watch them. And I don't think that in Alan Wake that you're not making decisions that are changing the course of the game. No, it, All you're doing is it. it feels like I'm having to put myself through five or ten minutes of gameplay that I don't really want to do to find out the next part of the story. Yeah, and that's the only reason I'm doing it. I'm putting myself through that to get the next chunk of story. If I could get that chunk of story without having to do that bullshit, I would. I am. Um the reason I haven't gone back to it this week is because I had to go across a lake and every time I went near the log I was supposed to walk through, he fell in the water and it was driving me mad <laughs> because I wasn't sure what I was doing wrong and I was trying it from different ways. I wasn't just doing the same thing over and over again. But it was like I got on the log, I walked across it and then he just fell in and I just thought, am I doing something? And the only thing was, it was putting it back like about a minute, not even that, but it was playing an annoying cutscene mm. that was trying to make me jump. But once it made me jump the first time, it didn't make me jump every other time. It was just annoying after that. And I just felt it was making the suspense a bit cheap if it just kept playing the same bit over and over again. Right, uh, wrap to charts, yeah. boys and girls. Um, and because it's the end of the month, I'm going to do the monthly top ten and the weekly top five. Yeah. So... Monthly top ten on Raptor. And if you want to get involved in the Raptor, we've had about 20 people at us on Raptor this week. It's a mature gamer podcast on Raptor. Send us a friend's request on there, and your gaming hours will be included in part of the total. If you do play on PC, you need those gaming hours. You, you need to have the Raptor app um, installed on your PC for your hours to be tracked. Um, but the top ten this week, in tenth place... Uh, sorry, this month. The top ten for May... Um, we have in 10th place, EVE Online on the PC, 123 hours. 9th place, Diablo 3 on PC, 132 hours. 8th place, Borderlands 2 on the 360, um, with 155 hours. 7th place, Gears of War Judgment on the 360, 177 hours. And 6th place, League of Legends on the PC, with 182 hours. Oh, so many PC games in here. 5th <laughs> place, Dota 2 on PC, with yeah. 27 hours. Fourth place, Minecraft on Xbox Live Arcade, 239 hours. 
I don't understand how Minecraft is always there on an Xbox Live. It's I don't. I don't, because everyone's on the PC one, yeah? Well, 239 hours of Xbox Live again yeah, in this someone month. Someone's left it on. I reckon one of our listeners has just died at their Xbox. They might, No then. one knows. It's probably AD. We've not heard of him for a few weeks again. Um, third place, Football Manager 2013 on the PC, 270 hours. And then, as usual, top two. Second place, FIFA 13 on the 360 with 325 hours. And first place is Blops 2 on the 360, 556 hours in the month of May. How are I a freak for not liking FIFA? I just don't like FIFA. That's a bit weird. I I mean, I had a bit of fun playing FIFA 10, I think it was. Uh, I set myself up as a player and I thought, oh, this is a bit different. But the novelty wore off so quickly, I do not understand how people can buy Mm. a console in their only game. I just... it's, it, there's no longevity to it. I get bored of it so quick. The, the weekly top five is very similar to the top five for the month. The only change is in fifth place, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 has made it into the top five for the week, even though it wasn't in the top ten for the month. So I guess that means a group of people have a Modern Warfare 3 night. Um, but the top four is the same as it was for the month. So Minecraft in fourth place, uh, Football Manager third, FIFA in second, and Call of Duty in first place. Right, 80s shopping list, and we've got um, a few games out this week. Um, Fuse is out on the PS3 and the 360, and this is the new game from Insomniac Games, who make the Ratchet and Clank and Resistance games. And from what I've seen of it, it looks a bit like Resistance. It's just a shooter, from what I can tell. Um, I saw a bit of it on the interweb earlier in the week, and I can't imagine I'm going to rush out and buy it. Sheepdog looks like he's desperate to buy it. Yeah. No, giving it a miss, are you little fella? Fuse. Oh, the way you asked me to look up, I never bothered. Nice. Enthusiastic about it then. Chocolate bar, is it? A fuse? I don't think it is. You want about dime bars? No, I'm not. Um, we've also <laughs> got <laughs> also got Grid 2 out on the PC, PS3 and 360, which does look quite good. What is it? Is it a racing game or something? Oh, bloody hell. Jesus Christ. It's not like having Bouncy on, is it? Yes, it's a racing game. Grid <laughs> Grid, Grid was a great racing game about five years ago, and this is the follow-up to that. And it's not Wipeout, is it? Wipeout's awful. No, behave. <laughs> Wipeout's the worst racing game ever. I think it's, it's the best. It's a chocolate bar with suspended nuts, raisins, crisp cereal, and I don't think you're taking this as seriously as you could be, are you? <laughs> how, um, how do they suspend it? That's what I wondered. It's just a suspended within... If Grid 2 hadn't come out so shortly after Forza Horizon and Need for Speed, and if I didn't have Burnout Paradise still sat there to play as well, I would be seriously tempted to have a look at this, because it is quite good. Um, but I'll just wait for it to be cheap now, I think, because I've got too many races on at the moment. You're, uh, you're too used to paying 17 quid for a game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think this is reasonably priced. I don't think it's massively overpriced. Um, but I'll wait until it's a fiver at some point and pick it up then. Um, and the one I'm excited about, Marvel Heroes. Um, I get my early access on Friday or Saturday, I think. It's out on Tuesday. But those of us who bought a uh, Founders pack get in there a little bit early. Didn't, didn't that all go tits up or something? They had, they had a bit of a problem with it earlier in the week where people who paid the £125 for the Ultimate Founders pack could yeah. get in straight away because there was some massive issue that they fixed. Ow. But it is fixed now. They got in like 12 hours late. It wasn't a massive problem. Um, but those of us who got the next level down of Founders pack get in four days early. So when would that be? Is that Friday or Saturday? 
fr- uh, Friday, I think. Um, and then the plebs get in on uh, getting on Tuesday. So I will be telling you all about Marvel Heroes next week, and you're going to play it, Sheepdog. It's free to play. There's no reason for you not to give it a go on Tuesday. Um, the thing is, people just tell me you just wander around beating stuff up, and there's no real point to it, and I just I don't know. It's like a Marvel League of Legends. No, it's not. It's like Marvel Diablo. Oh, is it? Oh, right, okay. I might actually have a look at it then. But I'm not really into Marvel, am I? Well, get into it and play this game. It'll well, be fun. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not against Marvel. I really like the... Uh, That's not what you were saying earlier when you saw I was wearing an Iron Man t-shirt. You spat didn't on it. I didn't notice you were wearing an Iron Man t-shirt. You told me you were, and I said, have you seen Iron Van? And then you said, yes, you own it. There you go. So now you've got reason to play this game, see if you can get Iron Van. But I like the Avengers. I don't like Spider-Man. Well, there you go, then. You like start the off in Avengers Tower in this. Yeah, but uh, from what I understand from anyone else talking to about it, you just walk around punching a few people and you go back to Avengers Tower and everyone... Give it a try. Yeah, I will. Give I'm it a try. I'm not enthused about it. It's, it's a long old download process for a game that might be completely... It also, it also seems like a lot of money for something that, if, if I remember correctly, you're only going to play through once anyway. Yeah, but it'll be fun. Yeah, I get I mean, to be Hulk. You said you were buying all these different characters, and I thought, well, if there's only one story to it, and you pay for it once, I'll play. I'll, I'll, I'll rotate them. I'll be Hulk sometimes, and I'll sometimes be Iron Man. Yeah, but you won't when you. And then if I want to die, I'll be Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> if, um, you know, if you really want to, if you've got one of all others, then you won't want to switch much, will you? We'll see. Something you are excited about, Sheepdog? Curiosity Cube is open. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel I probably wasted too much time thinking about that. You probably did. <laughs> Not that I really particularly thought about it much beyond chewing the fat about it in my driving lessons particularly. That was the main thing where we discussed it. Um, I think the prize is quite good. The winner of the Curiosity Cube, if you haven't seen, gets to be a god in the new goddess game that matey Molyneux is bringing out. And also gets to share the profits of the game as well. So they get to make decisions about how everyone else gets to play within this world. Um, and they get a share of the profit from it as well. And interesting, what I saw later in the week was that the players of Goddess do have the option to overthrow the god as well. So he might only last a day before everyone decides, actually, you're doing an awful job. Let's give you the heave-ho. People will overthrow him. I didn't realise how young he was. I hadn't seen a picture of him. Yeah, he's only 18, isn't he? He'd only played it for a few hours as well. Yeah, he installed it an hour before. And then Son of a bitch. <laughs> which yes. was the worst thing for him to possibly disclose. No, no, no. hates him. The worst, the worst thing for him to disclose was who he was. <laughs> um, the thing that annoyed me most about all this was after bleating on about it all day and texting Kev to say two layers left. Um, annoyingly, I texted you saying two layers left. Then finished the layer I was on and texted you saying one layer to go. And then it reset to two. <laughs> which is really bizarre so I thought right I'll play it in an hour or so and then saw you and it was done I couldn't believe that I was just like so well, you missed the ending yeah. we got an advert in the cube because right. at the end it was just basically full of Twitter and I everyone, tried everyone who was tweeting about it appeared in the cube so I know Bouncy got a, a message in there Anna had a little message appear on the wall and um, I may or may not have put a tweet from Mature Gamer Podcast saying we did tell you what was in the cube on the last show and then put that in there as well so I'd like to think the extra 8,000 listeners we got this week were all off the back of that <laughs> yeah um, not us <laughs> I tweeted but I don't think I didn't see it in there but I don't know but I just what really pissed me off was 
I had sat there and thought to myself, I know he's bringing out a guard game. It's probably going to be that you can just be guarding that. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, well, no, they said it'd be life changing. That's really not life changing. Um, a share of the profits for an 18 year old. thought of it as well. Um, I discussed it with my driving instructor, saying it's probably something to do with his next game, but that'd be crap. He'd be really setting himself up for a fall if he even connects it remotely to his next game. Um, and. It wasn't money, so he ruled out money, so the whole profit angle just shows he's a liar. But I don't... It is cool, in a way, but at the same time, I don't think it's that cool, because he he gets to be god of an imaginary thing. Basically, any game you play, you're technically the god, because you're controlling it all, you decide how it goes, so it's not... But, you, but you, don't, you don't have control over millions of other players, or five, depending on how well his game sells. Well, yeah, but then, if he says to Peter Molyneux, Molyneux, whatever, that, um, I want every character to be, I don't know, a naked dwarf, or, um, in this world, nobody dies, and everyone gets whatever they want. I, I don't think... I don't think he gets that sort of control. Then he's not a god, is he? Well, I think he'd probably get directed where to go from people who know what they're doing. I mean, he could literally so, just say, apocalypse won? time. So. Exactly. So what has he won? He can't destroy the world. He can't make it light. He can't create anything in seven days. He's got no power over this game, except maybe superficial things like, oh, I'll make that, make that flower red and you know, whatever, just really, really really random things. I don't really get what power he's going to have um, that's going to be particularly impressive. It just sounds like he's actually going to get a couple of quid out of the game, which is good, that's nice, but Peter Molyneux made out it was more than that, which it isn't. It's just he's going to make a few bob out of a game that he probably doesn't give a flying shit about and wasn't looking to play at all. And most people probably won't play it because they've just been gypped by Peter Molyneux, who told them that they were going to win something life-changing. That's not life-changing, it's a couple of quid. He'll have that spent. That'd be gone. That'd be that. It's, it, Especially if you use it by an Xbox One, which was listed on Amazon this week for £599.99. Can't see that being the real price, surely. Why? Why am I saying that? Yeah. Just seems a bit... Oh. I can't see... Because Are we not expecting it to be a bit high, though? The PlayStation 3 was 450 and this I had is... 600 quid knocking about, I would put it towards a PC. And that's, and that's what everybody is saying, but there are plenty of people out there who will still just buy it. Is it that unrealistic that it'll be 600 quid? But how much were we expecting it to be? I don't know. I thought that... Because um, you said the PS was about four something, wasn't it? 450, the yeah. PlayStation 3 was, on the um, And people were outraged then. Yeah, but people still bought them. People are stupid. I'm not. They no, are. No offense, but you buy a lot of this stuff new, and I'm always calling you stupid. <laughs> it just is, and I know that you will buy that 600 quid because you're stupid. Um, people need to not do it for the good of all of us. You need to say, do you know what, Microsoft? Just fuck off. I'm not paying 600 quid. <laughs> Sheepdog speaks sense. I do. People genuinely, the world needs to just say. Get a grip. Get a grip, no. Because like Aidy said as well, if they can't physically make a machine that's affordable, don't fucking bother. Make a machine for 300 quid and make games for it. But people people pay this kind of money for iPads and an iPad doesn't last as long. People pay 400 quid for an iPad. That's 600 quid. There's a big difference there. Mm, I don't know. Is it, are, are iPads as cheap as 400? I think mine was nearly My 500 when I got it. My new uh, iPad 4, whatever it was, the newest one out at the time, was 400 quid. Hmm. Interesting. 
And that's um, a bit different because that can do a lot more. It's not just a games machine. Oh, but I this isn't just a yeah, games machine. <laughs> but um, it, the thing is as well, it depends. I could kind of, if they've had to spend more because, I mean, everyone's PS3s and Xboxes broke in the first two, three years they had them, unless they really looked after them somehow, or well, were lucky. If this is going to break in six months' time, and people like you are going to have to buy a new one because it's red, red ringed of death again, somehow, then that's even worse, and that's the thing. I just, I kind of thought, oh, it'll come out new, it probably won't be more than 400, 350, and then it'll drop down to 300 in six months, maybe 250 in a year, and then that's when I'll start thinking about trying to get one. But if it's starting at 600, that means it's probably going to be at 400 in a couple of years, things like that, which just means I'm never going to get one of these. I just can't see it happening, which is going to make my part of this show suck. <laughs> Your part of this show sucks anyway. Mm. I've been looking for a reason to get rid of you, and you not having any consoles is a good reason mm. to. You can go and go and host a gardening podcast or something. You like oh, yeah. gardening, don't I you? Do. Yeah. Um, they are going to have an independent creator program on there, though. All this fuss that you're not going to be able to have indie games on there. It seems that it's not a case that they're not having indie games anymore. It's that they're just doing it in a different way. They've got their independent creator program, which is just a new way for you to put indie games onto an Xbox. So it's not that they binned off the old one completely. The reason they've done that is because there's a whole new one coming. So hopefully that side of things has been addressed and indie games will be able to go onto the Xbox One and people can stop fussing about that now, you big fuss bags. Mm -hmm. Fussy, fussy, fussy. Um, All PlayStation 4 games are going to have going to have Vita remote play forced upon them it won't be an option if you're developing a game for the PS4 it has to be able to be played on the Vita via, via remote play do we like this? do we care? I don't care I'm not going to own a Vita I don't play handheld so. <laughs> <laughs> oh you two are not the people to talk about about this it's, I think that's quite a cool feature you can do oh, it on yeah, the Wii U yeah. it's quite nice it's good to be able to just sit and play anything you want on the Vita and if the Vita can handle I mean Diablo 3 is going to be a PS4 game it would be quite cool to sit there playing Diablo on the toilet it is impressive that they've gone to this length to make sure that it's all yeah I, I do like that I'm sorry I was I kind of I read it up I'm, I'm not a Vita owner so that's that but no I, as someone who's got to obviously talk to people who are going to be listening who are Vita owners no I think they'll like that I think people will enjoy the fact they can like you say do what they want haven't they haven't they copied the Wii U yeah but they're going to do it better laughing in Nintendo's face they're going to do it better for more expensive because the Wii U is what 300 quid well I paid 300 it's 200 quid now I should think 149 pounds there you go and that comes with the uh, controller whereas for the for the Sony version you pay that money for the Vita then you have to buy the console as well for about 500 quid so yeah they're doing the same thing as the uh, as the Wii U but for a much higher price hmm Ubisoft have announced their E3 lineup, and they're going to have you know Sony and Microsoft have got a work hard to not lose E3 again because this is looking like an impressive lineup. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Frag Watch Dogs Rayman Legends Splinter Cell Blacklist and uh, South Park The Stick of Truth mm-hmm. some big games there Groovy looking forward to seeing uh, all sorts of new stuff about all of them and um, particularly Rayman Legends because we've got a release date that's been moved forward yeah. it's coming out in August again well it's been moved forward to August 30th of August Rayman Legends and that is now to also coming out on the Vita as well 
this game's going to suck just to wind no, up. It's it? not, it's no, it's not. I'm, I'm not saying I think it's bad. I'm just saying you're so excited. Um, it would turn out they've done something silly to it. The Wii U app for it. Um, there's a, a new bit on there now where it's basically a, an endless runner that they've put on there. It's one of the challenges they've got at the moment. Um, where it's just this level that keeps repeating. Well, I guess it repeats itself. We've never got to the point where it starts to repeat. Um, but you're just seeing how far you can get in the leaderboard is based on how far you can get into this game. And I know Anna was very excited earlier when she got to second in the world on it. Nice. So, um, it's... Out of how many people? There's about eight people playing it, I think. <laughs> no, she, I mean, she's loving it. A new bit of Rayman content every week on the Wii U. It's a reason to turn it on, and it is it, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a free app, and they add a new bit of something to do with Rayman every week, a new little challenge. And it's, I think that's, that's really cool. Um, anyone who, who has got a Wii U, if you haven't downloaded that app yet, you need to get on it, because it's, uh, it's pretty bitching. And lastly, Sheepdog, this one. Surely, I've thrown all this news out that you don't give a shit about. But there's a new Sonic game called Lost World, and it looks a lot like Super Mario Galaxy. See, I read that for thought, oh, fantastic. Uh, I can't watch the videos because it'll make noise on the show, so I'm not going to click that, but I'll watch it at home. Um, but the thing that, you know when you, you read something, you think, yeah, the article sounds good, you know, brilliant. I'm impressed there. That they've finally done something that might appeal to me, you know, um, Sonic suffers from twatty fan syndrome, um, which... You're a perfect example of that. Um, And then I scroll down a little bit and comments from twatty fans and it's just instantly killed my mood again. uh, Just people saying, I hope they've... Just stupid things like, I hope this has been made with 60 frames per second because I don't want the levels to blur when I'm running really fast. And I'm thinking... This is the kind of stupid pressure they have to put up with. I know it's just that was one comment on the internet, but Sonic games can't be made just to be fun games. They have so many people criticising and having problems with it that I'll have to wait and see because I, I, I thought Generations looked awesome, got my hopes set really high for that, and then it turned out the fans had killed it. And they killed Sonic 4 and they killed all the other bloody Sonic games. So we'll see. Um, I am very excited, though. I always thought that... Um, when they tried to make Sonic go 3D, they didn't use the same kind of magic they used in Mario Galaxy, which is a perfect... If you were ever going to say this is what it's like to take a game from 2D to 3D, Mario Galaxy is the perfect go-to. So if they've managed to find that magic, then fantastic. But if they've listened to a single Sonic fan... (laughs) Awesome. That's it. That's all the news. It's been quite a slow news week. Who Who do you think you are? I've, I've just checked the forum. There's a bit of breaking news on there if you want to know. Why not? Um, Bunnies versus Hogs, the FIFA Cup. Right. Bunnies win. I don't believe you. No, it's, we'll call that a hog win. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was the score? Have you got the scores on I that? have no idea. I just checked the forum to see what was latest and Beasties put up Bunnies win. And that's nice. it. Well, that'll teach the morons for doing a bloody FIFA match. I told him I didn't want to. To be fair, though, I thought Gibber went over to you lot, didn't he? He did. Bad um, show, Gibber, bad show. See, I made you mess around, by the way, calling him morons before the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my job. I'm supposed to attack the listeners. Um, <laughs> but, no, uh, they did have somebody sign up to the forum earlier, and then they all joked about... It was kind of Pele, like, wasn't it? Who, who joined <laughs> up. Um, so I don't know whether there's something underhand happened there, or... 
underhand. Because they were all smirking about the fact that something had happened with this person. Sorry, I don't know if you saw it, Pro. I, I did not know. I don't like football in any shape the or Quidditch, form. The, the, another Quidditch world champion yeah, joined. So, but, uh, <laughs> or perhaps it was Gibber under a false name. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I'm surprised that... It's amazing. We'll have more on that next week, no doubt, because <laughs> there'll be lots of bleating about that on the forum from, from all involved. I'm annoyed with them if they have lost. I know I didn't have any involvement in it, and I'm usually the reason they don't do as well at things. <laughs> but I am thinking, damn it, guys, you picked FIFA for a reason. You should... How dare they fail without you? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. If they, if they fail because of me, I can apologise. But guys, <laughs> all I'm thinking now is they're going to slaughter me. <laughs> you need slaughtering. Um... And that's about it. It's been quite a short show this week, mainly because me and Sheepdog have now been podcasting s- since four o'clock today, and it's now quarter past eleven at night. I told a mate mm. that, and he said to me, "Do you really have that much to say?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> three, of them, three of them were generated by other people. We just asked questions." Yeah. Um, so, um, if you do want to hear what we were doing for all that time, check out Best Thing From on iTunes and just search Best Thing From. You can hear me and him talk about crisps, books, and banking, and uh, no beer. Depending well, on there, was, there was beer on every episode. Yeah. <laughs> depending on how good Kev's editing is, the uh, the books and the banking ones are the better episodes. I'd say crisps. I like the crisps ones. It, it, I, the thing is, I've got a stinking cold, if anyone's not noticed, the sniffing, the coughing, and the general voice I'm putting on today. Um, so I think for the crisps one, I was feeling particularly rough, and then I sort of eased into it. But I'm just warning you now, the crisps, the crisps one, if you, don't, if you listen to it and you think, my God, the other two are better. And Kev's going to edit him anyway, so this might all be completely moot. It, did, did Beef Monster Munch get a mention? No, no, Pickled Onion Monster Munch did. No, Beef is Beef Monster Munch, mate, honestly. Well, no. if, you'd, uh, if you'd have been there to have a vote, you could have... So if you want to get involved in Best Thing From in future episodes, um, next week's one's going to be about the seaside. So if you have any questions about the seaside, send them in to Best Thing From on Twitter or email kevinsteve at gmail.com. Um, and also get topic ideas in for future shows as well. We're gonna, that, that's going to be our new home for all our off-topic nonsense and tangents. So if you like the nonsense and tangents, check out Best Thing From. It's me and him talking shit for an hour. It's bitching. Um, and there's some other show as well. That, I don't know, we mentioned it before. Night, night, night something? I think it's night Bits Earth. and PCs. No. Never heard of Bits and PCs. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't promote that skill for around here. It's FIFA. It's, it's Night Shift. Um, I've literally, as I said earlier, I've just finished editing the third show, so it will hopefully be up soon. Nice. I did also promise that I would thank people who did new or updated um, reviews for us on iTunes. So we have four people in the last week who've given us a new or an updated version of their review, and that's Reese Hayes. Is that maybe um, Accident Man, Gotterdama, and Chunky Monkey sixty six? So thank you very much for your new five star iTunes that's reviews. Um, keep them coming. Um, go on. What are you saying? Listen to Night Shift. I know we already said that, but it is good. Um, Surprisingly so, with Proton involved. <laughs> That's because I'm editing it all, and I take forever over it. He did say he's edited a two and a half hour show down to was it an hour and a half. Yes. Nice. Well, this show's six hours long at the moment. If it comes out anything under three hours, that means a great editing job from me. Cool. But um, no, keep, keep listening to them, and obviously listen to bits and pieces too. Um, we're all rebooted, basically, aren't we? This is our reboot episode. Uh, they rebooted. At weekend and Proton rebooted his show midway through episode three 
Because you've had enough, haven't you, Proton? You've just, just had <laughs> enough, mate. So you've it's rebooted as well. Yeah, it's, yeah episode three is the, the good boy episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. They sat Crouchy as well. Yeah. Um, All three shows should have sat Crouchy simultaneously. We did. He's not, he's not welcome in any of them, uh, unless he wants to come back. And then we should have had a big emotional farewell, because we got emails from people. Did you? Did you email? Oh, no, one email. Yeah, I was going to say. And, uh, by the way, uh, Steve, his name was actually. I forgot his name, but no, it's Steve. Um, if you didn't get my response, Steve, it's because every time I tried to respond, it said mailing error. So I don't know whether you live in another dimension, uh, some sort of Doctor Who time paradox. Or if you just on. can't use your email properly. Um, but no, I just press the reply button, write an email, and then hit send, and it just says... Time and space. <laughs> you need to get out of my house. You've been here too long. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. And I'm at Fen underscore man. And make sure you join the forum as well, maturegamerpodcast.com slash forum. Or you can find us on Facebook by searching for the Mature Gamer Podcast. That's us. You can email us at steve at maturegamerpodcast.com if you want me to know what you've said. And do all your shopping on Amazon via our link, because it makes me happy. My wife didn't buy it. She bought a run and didn't buy it through the bloody Amazon link. I was so That's why I keep suggesting you divorce her. Mm. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Postman delivers a massive cage to our house, and I, I'm holding my son in my arms. Seven months, and I'm thinking, "What? I just want to crack a joke about the fact he's going in the cage." No, oh, it's your first cage. <laughs> and I get the, the guy thinking, "Will he get it? Will he just mug me off? No. Will he laugh? No." Um, and it was running through my head for so long, I missed the opportunity to do it. Good. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like carrying it in his arms, and I'm thinking he knows it's a cage. It says it on the box. Dare I crack it? Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Right, go on. <laughs>